Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSRHealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Truth of Us. My name is Brendan D. Murphy. This is where we unleash truth and freedom with no holds barred, no fear, and no limits. Come and evolve beyond the matrix with me and thrive, not just survive. This is a realm of empowering, uncommon awareness. This is my Truth of Us. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Truthiverse. I'm your host, Brendan D. Murphy, and we are on HealthyLife.net radio. This week, we are talking about beyond healing, going beyond healing and evolving your life with DNA activation. Now, some of what we're going to cover in this episode is going to include personal growth made easy, tapping into our potential, going to talk about sound healing a little bit. We're going to talk about what DNA activation is and how it works. I'm going to share with you what the fragmentary body is and a little bit esoteric and why it matters. We'll touch on living an authentic life. We'll talk about what being spiritual looks like, uh, what holds us back, what keeps us down, what keep, uh, keeps us playing small. I'm going to also introduce you to the three eras of medicine and we'll get a quick mention in there of light encoded filaments and hopefully have time to discuss ascension versus incension. So, personal growth. I think we'd all like it to be a little bit easier. God knows that um, there are plenty of tools out there that are supposed to make personal growth easy, personal development. And, you know, I'm going to share one with you in particular this week where I've had experience over the last about nine years with it now and have found it very powerful and very potent in my own life and very potent in the lives of many of my clients. And I've found it very interesting to witness the shifts in people as they go through this process with me. But so anyway, let's give it a bit of context. Now we're talking about DNA activation. I'll explain what it is in a moment, but let's introduce the different eras of medicine. So we're now in what we are calling era three of medicine, which is known as metagenetics. And if we go back to era two, we find ourselves in the epigenetic paradigm, which is not at all out of date. Um, And era three, of course, still exists. That is the basic foundational genetic paradigm. But we've been moving through this sort of chronological timeline in our journey of of Western civilization. And this is predominantly a Western sort of take on things, as you'll see. And in era one, which is genetics, we had this this view of, you know, the body. It was body-focused. It was materialistic. It was reductionistic. It was focused on physical power. Um, it was an impersonal kind of paradigm. 
It's based on the idea that, you know, we can't really do anything much with our genetic expression. You're just stuck with what you get. And, you know, sometimes things randomly go wrong and there's not much you can do about it. Um, and so we left it, we left our genetic expression up to our subconscious mind, if you like. We weren't intentionally um, guiding things as such for the most part. It was basically an animalistic kind of paradigm focused strictly on the domain of matter. So matter as the only supposed reality. And this, this paradigm was focused on coding DNA. That is the DNA that codes for the physical body to build the physical structure. Um, this was a nature over nurture kind of paradigm. And as I said, or alluded to, it was a paradigm of genetic fatalism. And what happened gradually was through the 1940s and 50s, we started developing the foundations of epigenetics, which is moving now into recognizing the power of the mind in, in the, our physiology. And um, we started to acknowledge that thinking and particularly positive thinking has an impact on our health. And we started to harness that. And so now instead of a body-based paradigm and, and a subconscious mind or unconscious kind of a, a paradigm, now we're moving into the head and the brain and starting to utilize some intention, intentionality and will. Um, it was still a local paradigm as opposed to a non-local quantum paradigm. It was still a, it was, we'd moved from an impersonal sort of viewpoint into a personal viewpoint. That is acknowledging that you, you and I have the ability to change to say, at least to some extent, the physiology that we inhabit. Um, and this was rather than being animalistic, it was an individualistic look at things. And now we've moved from the domain of, of matter, you know, the so-called sort of bricks and mortar matter, the, the idea of atoms as these little billiard balls that bounce around, colliding with each other randomly. Now we're moving into the idea of utilizing light. And this is the realm of space-time. Here we're now moving into proteins and focusing on cell membranes and understanding that cell membranes have an interaction with the environment and the external environment and that we essentially are taking in information into ourselves from the external environment. So we're moving into the nurture paradigm here in epigenetics. Um, there's been some really good books written about it and about the ways, all the different things that can cause our physiology and our biology, our genetics to actually express differently and shift and change, you know, anything from changing uh, from light to darkness, waking up in the morning, going to sleep, um, eating certain foods, pretty much everything we do creates a shift in our genetic genetic expression epigenetically in some way, shape or form, positive thoughts versus negative thoughts, you know? So this was now, this was a paradigm in era two where we're going from genetic fatalism where we think we can't do anything about it into understanding that we actually have a degree of self-determinism. This was genetic self-determinism. And then what started to happen and build on this epigenetic model was that we started to move into era three of medicine, which is where we are now, which is metagenetics. So this is now the realm of so-called spirit um, as opposed to mind, which was era two. And now we're moving into acknowledging the value and the power of positive feeling. So not, not merely positive thinking, which we got in era two, now our understanding positive feeling is, is a very powerful thing and a very powerful force for building health um, in the way that we would like to. And so this became a heart, a more heart-centric model. And it became 
from no from sorry from local became non-local so this is the quantum model this is from era two we went from personal into era three which is transpersonal quantum non-locality um, exploiting the non-locality inherent in the quantum field in which we are all immersed in which all information exists everywhere simultaneously essentially in superposition and um, now we're dealing with the so-called higher self the superconscious mind and rather than being individualistic in era in era two as we were in era two we move into a unitarian kind of a, a perspective and paradigm and, and this metagenetic paradigm we can inside it we can acknowledge that things like distant healing um remote prayer can actually have a positive impact on our biology and we've actually seen but there have been many experiments done in the realm, in the scientific realm on this uh, with robust results. And it doesn't matter which deity you pray to, you will still get a result. You can create effects regardless of, of who your God or what your God happens to be. Um, and I detailed some of that in my first book, The Grand Illusion. So if you haven't checked that out and you, you're interested in this stuff, you, you probably want to do that. Check it out. There's a lot of fascinating research in that. And so now we've moved from proteins and cell membranes into focusing more in era three, focusing more on potential DNA and non-coding DNA, uh, so-called introns. So coding DNA uh, is known as exons and non-coding introns. So that's where we are now in, in the metagenetic paradigm. And this is essentially the view of um, intelligent design. This is a model of essentially, for want of a better term, we can call it intelligent design. Um, and not because we're religious, but simply because we acknowledge that that's the only way anything actually makes sense if you end up thinking things through to their logical conclusions. And so this, this paradigm, this model, Era 3, is based on consciousness as the substrate or foundation of reality itself. So that's a little bit of an overview of where we're going with this discussion and in talking, particularly in talking about uh, this so-called DNA activation which will explain. Now, one of the things that does hold, does hold us back, forgive me, I'm just momentarily checking my grammar there, um, having a bit of a brain fart. What holds us back in life frequently is our addiction to what we know, our, our addiction to the familiar. And it's for the most part, we do this because we've simply, we're not aware or we're not uncomfortable enough to make a change. Humans are very good at staying where they are. We'd like to be comfortable, even if our comfort zone is actually really uncomfortable and it's quite um, traumatic or um, tormenting, we will tend to stick with it as opposed to going and trying something else, trying something new and unfamiliar because we like what we know and we don't like what we don't know. And experiments have been done on this um, on rats and I'm going to take a drink here. Now rats, that were kept enclosed in a cage where they were randomly subjected, subjected to random electric shocks. They obviously they were, you know, stressed out and traumatized to some extent. And when they were given the opportunity to move into another area where they were not subjected to these random electric shocks. So it's, it's important, I think, to understand that the, the shocks they were receiving were not timed periodically. They weren't regular. They were random. They were unpredictable. Um, and when they were given the chance to go into another area where they were not going to be shocked, they found that they found the absence of the, the torment to be 
so distressing, so stressful that they would actually retreat back into the area where they were getting shocked. Um, it was like they just became so adapted and accustomed to receiving that particular kind of torment that the unknown and the unpredictable was actually even worse for them. And humans, humans are a lot like that. We tend to stick with what we know. We find the unknown very uncomfortable and often, um, you know, we, we avoid it to, to our own detriment very, very frequently. And so it's worth recognizing that, that habit. If you notice that in yourself, you can do something about it. And we have an addiction to our, our biochemistry. We, we have, and this has been elucidated quite well by uh, Joe Dispenza. You know, he's talked about the way that our brain will generate a cocktail of chemicals, neurotransmitters and what have you, peptides that get sent out into the body, into the bloodstream and, and connect up with the rest of the cells. And our cells become adapted to this. They become adjusted and accustomed to it. And so your sort of day-to-day status quo is something that you become essentially chemically addicted to, chemically addicted to your own thoughts, your own feelings, your pattern of being is actually, it becomes sort of a feedback loop and your cells want more of those, more of that chemistry. And so when you disrupt it, you feel very uncomfortable. And this is what happens when people go into, they try to make a change in their life and they feel very uncomfortable and they're in this new space, a liminal space. And it's sort of like the rats going into the, the new cage where they're not getting shocked. Now they're in a liminal space. It's the unknown. They don't know what's coming next. And even though they're not getting electrical shocks, they're actually finding it quite distressing. Um, and humans are very much like this. So we get used to our chemistry. And then when we try to, you know, for example, an alcoholic tries to quit drinking, a smoker tries to quit smoking, you know, any kind of, if you've got a caffeine addiction, maybe you can, you can relate to this. We try to break the pattern and, even it even applies to new, for example, new business opportunities. You know, I'm, I operate in the entrepreneurial space online, and I've seen over the last three years, I've seen the way that humans come up with the most ingenious ways of sabotaging themselves and sabotaging a new opportunity. And you'll hear some interesting phrases like the all-time classic, for example. Oh, it just doesn't feel right. And usually, what someone is saying to you when they make that statement is that their biochemistry has been altered because they've gone into a new space. They're thinking different thoughts. They're feeling different feelings. They're doing different behaviors and they're trying this new thing. And it's the liminal, um, the unknown, the unpredictable. It's different from what, from what their bio- biology was established and used to. And they're not handling it very well. Their cells are going ballistic and screaming at them. Hey, what have you done? Where's our, where's our normal biochemistry? Where's our normal peptide hit? What are you doing? And so people go, oh, oh, it just doesn't feel right. I'm getting out of here. And that has to do with something called the emotional cycle of change, which we'll, uh, we'll talk about in another episode. I think it's very, very useful to understand that. What's happening when you try something new in your life is, is actually your biology will resist you. And you need to be aware of that when you go into it. And you need to be able to work with that and work through it. Okay. We have a, we have a bit of an idea in our civilization that anything worth doing is, is hard. And, you know, that is often the case, but it doesn't have to always be the case. It doesn't have to be the case hundred percent of the time. I actually believe that personal growth and evolution can be easy. It can even be effortless at certain times with the right approach. And that's one of the, one of the beautiful things about the uh, DNA activation stuff, which I'll, I'll talk about. 
so just to clarify what I mean by personal growth and evolution is basically we are as humans, we are designed to change and develop and to adapt and to become better versions of ourselves. So the way I look at it is if you're not growing, you're basically contracting or stagnating. So we're here to expand and grow and develop our consciousness to access our potential and live that out and manifest the, you know, the full grandeur of what we are, who and what we are as multidimensional um, omni beings. So imagine, if, you know, imagine what that might look like if you were tapping anywhere near your full potential. I don't even know if that's, you know, the, full, the term full potential might actually be meaningless. We may have such unlimited potential, but if you even got to 50% of it, you know, your life would look radically different. And so that's one of, one of the things of interest to me is helping people to do exactly that, you know, get unstuck, feel like you're part of the universe and woven into it and therefore supported by it and make your life easier, make it unfold more synchronistically, more effortlessly, upgrade your consciousness as you upgrade your health, this kind of thing. And so we're going to look at this idea of mind at large and the evolutionary direction that the collective consciousness and individual consciousnesses that make it up, make up the collective um, is actually traveling in this sort of arrow. So we have, what we have is a formula here, which is basically the individual goes through an altered reality and a state of an altered state of consciousness, or they have an extraordinary experience that is outside of their um, established sort of bounds of familiarity. Now, what happens after that is then we have to go through a period of integration and synthesis and make sense of that. We bring it into our identity um, and it becomes part of us. Ultimately, the, the end result of that process is that we become a different person. We become a new person, if you like, a new human. And so we want to be doing this in a way that serves us. So we're going to talk about something called the fragmentary body. And I was, I mentioned earlier something that, you know, this idea that we are really good at holding ourselves back and limiting ourselves. And one of the factors that plays into that and feeds that and supports that dynamic is this thing called the fragmentary body, which I'm going to return to in a moment. I wanted to plant that seed. So we're going to deal with the fragmentary body using sound and intention. And this is to do with epigenetics and also metagenetics, where we are exploiting the, the um, non-coding DNA, the very malleable non-coding DNA or jumping genes in our biology, in our genome, to remodel ourselves and upgrade our health and consciousness. So we can actually use sound and intention to speak to communicate with our, our genes. We can turn certain genes on, certain genes off. And it's about becoming an embodied human. That's why we utilize these modalities. I mean, most, there are a lot of different modalities to support personal development and growth out there are just uh, countless, countless. But there are very few that I, I feel like I, I can justify paying attention to or investing energy into. So I'm gonna share one with you that has, um, you know, that has been the case where I have done that and invested time and energy into it and seen some really interesting things. One of the keys to living our potential is act activating or accessing the prefrontal lobe. This is the executive suite of the brain. This is the most highly evolved part of the brain. It's the most interconnected part of the brain. It has more connections to all the other parts of the brain than any other part of the brain does, if that makes sense. So this is where someone lives from 
if they are living a life of intentionality, they're living consciously with intent, they are lighting up their prefrontal lobe. This is the part of our brain that it really makes us human and separates us from the animal kingdom. And, you know, this is where we get our sense of humor from, our creative thinking, our advanced thought processes and conceptual ideas and frameworks comes out of the prefrontal lobe. So I'm going to share with you a little bit more about the background of how I came into contact with the DNA activation scene and, you know, how that came about, what it meant for me in my own life, some of the, the, the effects I saw by doing this work on myself and, you know, what it consists of as well. So we're going to go to a quick break. You are listening to Truth Averse with Brendan D. Murphy. We are on healthylife.net radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after these short messages. Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com pocket. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended, delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. The Grand Delusion is the book that can prove consciousness is at the root of creation. It strips away the veil of materialism and heals the division between science and spirituality. It provides a new intelligent foundation and direction for civilization to take in the 21st century and beyond. Personally, get ready to go to your next level on multiple counts as The Grand Delusion by Brendan D. Murphy illuminates the truth so you can be part of the solution for a better, happier world. Get your copy now at brendandmurphy.com slash TGI. Audiobooks gives you instant access to over 50,000 of the best sellers and hottest book titles in romance, mystery, fiction, and many other genres. Just visit healthylife.net's advertiser page and click on audiobooks to get started. You have options. Even if the economy is down, you can help protect yourself with multiple revenue streams to help you through these fast-changing times and beyond. If you're serious about exploring your options, then head to brendandmurphy.com future to check out the free training session. You can start adapting your future and learn to set up a fully functional affiliate marketing ad campaign step-by-step. You can learn how to use social media to make a living. So start by going to brendandmurphy.com future. More exhilarating talk. HealthyLife.net Welcome back to Truthverse with Brendan D. Murphy and we are on HealthyLife.net radio. And I was talking about the time of my life where I connected into the, the realm of DNA activation, what we're calling DNA activation. And in my case, this happened around the year 2010. At the time I was deep in the process of writing 
my first book, The Grand Illusion, I was very much immersed in it. I was living the life of a hermit, reading, writing, reading, writing, basically, you know, anywhere eight to 12 hours a day. And then most, most days I was also squeezing in a couple of hours on the guitar as well. Uh, that was basically my life for about five years nonstop. And so in the course of doing that, I found a book called Conscious Healing, which was actually very, very compelling. It was one of the more important books that I've come across. And the author was a guy in the US called Sol Luckman. And he had developed a method for, you know, so-called DNA activation. Now, his journey actually began as the result of a very severe, almost life-threatening ab reaction to a couple of vaccinations he was he, he got uh, because he was going to go traveling and he got them on recommendation, your doctor's recommendation, what have you, and had a very severe ab reaction, became allergic to just about everything, ended up with chronic fatigue, had to sleep for 20 hours a day, um, couldn't eat basic vegetables, became allergic to almost everything. And he went to every specialist, every doctor, you know, he felt awful. He was in horrible condition and just couldn't get out of it, couldn't find a way to heal the damage. And he tried all of the alternative people, you know, everything you could possibly think of under the sun and no one could really help him until he, um, he, he actually got a little bit of help through Qigong, which he found was, was useful for building his energy levels back up. But he noticed that if you'd miss a, a day or two of practice, that his energy would start to go downhill again. He'd start to crash. And so he realized that whatever the Qigong was doing, it was, it was a good thing and it was supportive, but it wasn't getting into the roots where the damage was done. It wasn't undoing the foundational damage. So anyway, long story short, he um, went through this 10-year journey of trying to find a solution. And the, the upshot of it was that he woke up with these, these codes, these sequences of, of vowels, of letters, um, that constituted, as I said, a code that he realized needed to be chanted and vocalized in a kind of quasi-shamanic way. And he ultimately ended up pairing it with what we're calling the solfeggio scales of solfeggio tones, um, which is probably not historically quite accurate, but you know, that's how they're popularly known now. And he found that by doing this, this method, this chant with this particular sequence of vowels that showed up in his consciousness, fully formed that uh, it triggered a very powerful, profound healing process. And not just a healing process that undid the damage, but that actually left him, brought him up to a higher octave of, you know, personal evolution, if you like. And so I became friends with Sol. I've been friends with him ever since. And, um, you know, an advocate of his work and a supporter and also a practitioner of this method, which he called the Regenetics Method. And so it was in September 2011, I actually did the very first activation on myself. It's called potentiation. And I saw immediate benefits. I noticed that my shoulders, which I'd had problems with chronically for 12 years, chronic pain, discomfort, um, for 12 years up to that point, you know, I couldn't lie on my side properly to sleep, all that kind of stuff. Immediate benefits there. They immediately started to um, release the pain and they started to sort of almost um, become more stable and solid in the joints. Uh, so that was the first sign that I was on something very powerful. And there are other things that flowed on as well, other benefits, which, you know, it's a journey over that takes place over a period of months. And the whole timeline is actually a 27 month timeline, but there's only four activations that are spread through that timeline. Um, so as I said, I saw immediate benefits and it really got my attention. I, I knew straight away that I had to share this with people and get it out. 
So um, what I've done is I've taken the regenetics method and, and made it a foundation of what I have created and called Evolve Yourself, which is how I work with people with this DNA activation method. And as I said earlier, it's been very interesting. So what none of us really are looking for is another thing that we need to add to our to-do list. You know, we're all very busy. Um, we don't really want to work any harder than we need to. Understandably, we don't need another distraction. We don't need another obligation or another burden. And what the genius and the brilliance of this method is, the core of it is that it's not like another practice that you've seen before. It's actually more akin to an initiatory event, an initiation experience, because it has a transformational quality to it. Like, for example, a near-death experience um, or contact with a UFO um, or beings inside a UFO. Um, these are transformative experiences that leave people fundamentally altered and shifted. And actually, as it happens, frequently leave them uh, with very interesting healing experiences. Um, so it's a singularity. It's, it's a one-off. And it's not something we do every day. It's not something that takes time and energy every day. So it has an intelligence of its own. And we're working with the body's own natural systems and natural energies. And what this does is it changes our, if you like, our patterning on all of our levels so physical level the emotional level mental level spiritual level and so on so what we're really trying to do here in a sense from a bigger picture perspective is we as humans we're trying to transcend our survival circuits we're trying to live we want to move into that prefrontal lobe of the brain and get out of the lower brain centers our animal circuits if you like and um, reprogram ourselves so that we can achieve a sort of neurocognitive liberation. This is also part of the process of becoming embodied adults, spiritualized, embodied, conscious, aware adults. And so, as I was saying earlier, we have highly malleable biology. 99% of our DNA turns out to be this junk DNA, so-called junk DNA, and it's actually just non-coding DNA. So it's not building the physical proteins to, to create the physical structure of the body. Uh, about 50% of that junk is mobile. It's mobile genetic elements, also known in layman's terms as jumping genes. And so these jumping genes can move around your DNA and rewrite and activate or deactivate certain codes. There's also a, a non-coding portion known as satellite DNA. And these are repeating sequences, which... By expanding or replicating, they increase the capacity of the DNA to carry information. And William Brown, who is a microbiologist, believes that it is this part of the DNA that actually communicates with the so-called morphic field, or what we could just say is the quantum field. So with that thought, uh, we will take a quick break. You are listening to Truthverse on healthylife.net radio, and we'll be back after this break. There's a masterclass in self-evolution called Evolve Yourself. It helps you become the best version of yourself and even goes beyond your expectations. Once activated, Evolve Yourself continues to guide and mold you on your path towards enlightenment. Automatically, like it's on autopilot, imagine spiritual growth and healing as you are made aware of a simple method to trigger a massive mind-body-spirit upgrade. It's easy to begin your transformation process. Watch the free online masterclass at EvolveYourself.live. Evolve Yourself. 
cheapo.live. For the best in business class travel, count on Cheapo Air. Cheapo Air has the best price guarantee, 24-7 customer service, and easy booking online or by phone. To experience your hassle-free journey, start by going to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Cheapo Air. Looking for an online business? Well, look no further. On brendandmurphy.com, you can join the Affiliate Institute. You'll get the skill set and core tools you need to help you be a successful online entrepreneur. It's taught by some of the best people in the business like Cameron George. But what's even better, you can earn as you learn. Only the Affiliate Institute teaches you what to do and provides you amazing high-ticket offers that you can immediately sell. So start your online business today by going to brendandmurphy.com playbook. Constant Contact and your small business make a perfect fit for marketing. They give you what you need to succeed. Fast and easy email marketing at your fingertips. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Constant Contact to start your marketing. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy, too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash Kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. You're listening to CHSR Real Radio on the web. All right, welcome back to Truthiverse with Brendan D. Murphy. We are on HealthyLife.net Radio, and we are talking about jumping genes and remodeling the genome, DNA activation, and upgrading ourselves and evolving. And I like this quote from Holly Dunsworth's book, Human Origins 101, where she says that the human genome has more non-coding DNA than any other animal known to date. At least half of the non-coding sequence is made up of recognizable repeated sequences. And these repeats may provide some genomic wiggle room. So long stretches of non-coding DNA provide a playground for evolution. It may be a huge selective advantage to have all that raw material available to mutate and either modify existing traits and behaviors or express new ones altogether. So we are talking about becoming potentially collectively becoming something that's more human than human, more human than we've known so far. And another microbiologist by the name of Colm Kelleher, who also has an interest in the paranormal, has done some interesting research into this domain. And he says that transposons, the jumping genes, are known to be engines of evolution. And they are the most plausible mechanism for initiating a rapid and large-scale change in physical structure, even the emergence of a new species. So it would be what's called a simultaneous transposition burst. He also says that similar mechanisms might be involved in a Kundalini experience. And we'll touch on Kundalini as well, because that's highly relevant to the idea of DNA activation, particularly with the form that uh, I'm working with. <clears throat> now, basically, we are electrical beings. We are more electrical than chemical. And one of the things that this activation process does, the regenetics, regenetics method, is it works with the reservoir of electrical charge that is stored at the base or near the base of the spine. Now, to the ancient Hindus, 
This was known as Kundalini. What Kundalini is, is just electrical charge. It's your bioelectricity. That's all it is. Um, but Dan Winter, who takes um, a, quite a technical approach to this, also says that he describes it as extreme charge density up the spine, the spine liquid pump, and it also has a powerful microwave component. So it's a very interesting phenomenon that we've got there running through our spine or supposedly running through our spine. Now, one of the problems we have is that our bioelectricity is not actually circulating the way that it should, as fully as it should, as completely as it should. And um, Kelleher tells us that dramatic physical change could be described as the emergence of a new species in a single generation from humanity. So we're dealing with something that's potentially very profound and this connects in with, as I mentioned earlier, near-death experiences, shamanism, and contact experiences as well. And in, there's a really interesting quote from Jacques Vallée where he says, and he's done massive research into the contact phenomenon um, at a very high level, and he says that the symbolic display seen by abductees is identical to the type of initiation ritual or astral voyage that is embedded in the occult traditions of every culture. The structure of abduction stories is identical to that of occult initiation rituals. And the UFO beings of today belong to the same class of manifestation as the occult entities that were described in centuries past. So this is not really a new phenomenon, but it has always been a very psychologically powerful one and a very transformative one. Now, the point of any initiation experience is, of course, transformation. That's the whole point of it. It's to bring the human being to a, a higher order of integration and functionality. And um, not just personal integration, but also within their, their cultural tribe. And Dr. Ken Ring tells us that extraordinary encounters such as the ones we've been talking about appear to be the gateway to a radical, biologically-based transformation of the human personality and that most of the defining features of near-death experiences and UFO experiences can be coordinated to a model of shamanic initiation. So no matter how, how an abduction experience, for example, plays out, and I won't say this is the case for 100%, uh, because I know there are plenty of traumatic ones out there and very bizarre ones, but a lot of them are indeed mappable to the shamanic kind of model. Uh, they are transformative experiences, even if they are traumatic at the time. Very often what happens is gradually people come to um, a certain, they reconcile themselves with it and come to an understanding and they are forever altered. And so we're going to touch on this fragmentary body idea again, because this is, again, connecting with our evolutionary path and our personal challenges in life and why we often find change, making change so difficult uh, and grow, growth and evolution so challenging. And it is the fragmentary body is described in occult literature in different ways um, as soul detailed in conscious healing. And it, what it is is basically a distortion and energy vacuum or drain um, in around the where people would normally locate the second chakra, the sacral chakra above the the uh, base chakra. So this is a problem because it's so far, it's so low uh, in, in the system, so close to the basic foundations that it's preventing the proper circulation of our bioenergy up into the remainder of the system, up into our higher centers of consciousness. And uh, as many of you probably already know, that each chakra 
each vortex represents a, a seat of consciousness, a particular kind of consciousness. And so this is our collective wound. It seems like almost everybody has this, as far as I can tell. Some of the symptoms you might recognize in your own life, symptoms of the fragmentary body. So things like living inauthentically, not being real, um, inheriting ancestral trauma, I think is connected into this, um, feeling disempowered, living in a victim consciousness definitely is connected. Survival mode is usually connected here because it is by definition, keeping your bioenergy or Kundalini circulating or stuck down in the lower centers of consciousness. So our survival centers. Um, reproductive center being the chakra, second sacral chakra, the base chakra being basic physical survival. So that's, that's unfortunately the level that many, many humans are currently functioning at. And we're nowhere near act, accessing the rest of ourselves or our, our massive capacity, our massive potential. Um, inferior, inferior, yeah, I can't get the word out. Inferiority complexes are also connected. You can connect this into the fragmentary body martyrdom, uh, you've got the supermum syndrome, stuck thoughts, limiting beliefs, many, many things you could potentially trace back to and associate with the fragmentary body. And it has been actually discovered or rediscovered, identified by different people in different disciplines. One of them is uh, my friend Eileen, who works with sound. She works with tuning forks. She's highly intuitive. And um, she found this distortion herself using the tuning forks and identified it as the slavery yoke. And with good reason, obviously, it is a phenomenon, a dynamic that does not support uh, conscious, intelligent, liberated kind of behavior, hence the term slavery yoke. And we will take a quick break on that note, and I will come back and finish that thought after these messages. This is Truthverse with Brendan D. Murphy on HealthyLife.net Radio. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com challenge. If you want USA and worldwide car rentals, choose rentacar.com. Free cancellations on most bookings, no hidden charges. They are trusted by over 4 million customers. Visit our advertiser page and click on the Rent-A-Car banner. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. This is Jack Maher from the band Feed the Kitty. It's important to support the artists you love, and you can do that and get something authentic for yourself. Rock.com has the most coveted, licensed merchandise of music, culture, and entertainment. So go to the advertiser page and click on rock.com now. 
Get ready to work smarter, not harder. Brendan D. Murphy's ebook, The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing, does just that and shows you the possibilities of how to maximize profit to put in your pocket. The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing shows you the ins and outs to discover how to leverage the system, tools, and automation to make passive income while you enjoy the lighter side of life. Get The Pocket Guide to Affiliate Marketing at brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. That's brendandmurphy.com slash pocket. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. All right, welcome back to Truthiverse. I'm Brendan D. Murphy. We are on HealthyLife.net radio, and we are talking about DNA activation today, and we were just finishing thought about this fragmentary body, this distortion in the second chakra region. And my friend Eileen, who works with sound, she describes this thing as being like a disc that is sort of between the second and third vortices, the second and third chakras. And it acts as a blockage, which prevents the energy from circulating, our biological charge from circulating further up, higher up in the system and doing its job. And so she says the result is either guilt and shame driven overdoing or frustrated non-doing or a pattern of going back and forth between the two. And I'm sure that many people out there can relate to that, that feeling of just being stuck, that feeling of Groundhog Day, knowing that you're limiting yourself, uh, sabotaging yourself and kind of wondering what to do about it. And um, interestingly, my, um, I, had a, I gave a talk about this at uh, the Nexus conference in 2016. And afterwards, a woman came up to me and she said, you know, I've been a Reiki practitioner uh, for years and every single person that I see who I work with on that table, who I put on the, on the table, the massage table, every single one of them has had this distortion that you're talking about, this, this so-called fragmentary body or the slavery yoke, this energy dynamic that supports slave-like thinking and slave-like behavior. And God knows there is no shortage of that right now. Barbara Brennan has done some pretty interesting work in this, this arena, uh, working with sound as a, a clairvoyant. She's a highly developed clairvoyant and she has seen the effects that the human voice can have on chakras when she tones and tones into them. And she tells us that when you tone the correct sound into a chakra that's deformed, it will take the shape that it's supposed to have. So if you think it back to cymatics, for example, which I do talk about in book one, The Grand Illusion, cymatics is the science of sound vibration and the way that sound vibrations affect matter or you know, particles suspended in, in solutions, liquids. And when she hits the right frequency, the chakra will stand up and spin correctly. So if you're not aware, uh, our chakras, these vortices can actually become deformed. They can become, and it sounds strange to you know, the uninitiated, but they can become kind of droopy or saggy. They can become distorted um, and kind of start falling apart. And if you input the right kind of sound vibration into them, you can actually resurrect them or restore them. And then she says, she adds that it only takes a few seconds once you've corrected it on the the etheric level to then um, become the correct color on the second level of the field, which is for her, it's the emotional body. Now, going back into the realm of epigenetics, which Bruce Lipton has popularized and made, um, done a great job of, of spreading awareness around, you know, he's telling us that on our cells, on the cell um, surfaces, the, the walls, um, there are receptor antennas that can read vibrational energy fields, such as sound and light 
and radio frequencies. And the antennas on these receptors vibrate kind of like tuning forks. So if, if a vibration in the environment resonates with a receptor's antenna, it will alter the protein's charge, causing the receptor to change shape. And so that's a little bit of how, you know, epigenetically we are using sound, for example, in this instance, to alter biology. But the great thing about uh, era three modalities is that they operate non-locally. So you don't need to be in the same room as someone, which can take, a, I've I found over the years, some people really struggle to get their heads around that. You don't actually have to hear anything or see anything in order for that intention and that information to non-locally impact you and affect you in a positive way. And um, one of the things I've noticed over the years about these kinds of extraordinary experiences or initiatory experiences, shamanic type initiations, near-death experiences, um, is that they tend to leave people, they tend to, to um, result in a kind of a, a very similar matrix of, of after effects. You know, whether it's a, an ET contact UFO uh, journey or um, a shamanic initiation or what have you, they tend to leave people more spiritual. Um, often I notice people who do this, this activation work with me, they find themselves becoming more authentically themselves uh, and letting go of what is not real for them, what is not serving them. And um, also across the board, a lot, of, a lot of the time we've noticed these, that people who have these experiences have healing abilities activated or they have um, received a profound healing of some sort like um, Melon Thomas Benedict who had a near-death experience and at the time he had it, he had a brain tumour, an inoperable brain tumour and when he next took scans of his skull after the event, after the NDE, that tumour was simply gone. It just vanished. Um, and that kind of thing is not actually that rare. It's one of the hallmarks of the near-death experience. Um, yeah, near-death experience. So, you know, other things like pe people become more health conscious, more creative. Um, they might feel a sense of purpose or a mission in life. They live more intentionally, which uh, signals they're living out of their frontal lobe. Um, the ability to download information from the field intuitively, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, as I say, I've noticed these parallels between NDEs and uh, extraordinary experiences and also DNA activation over the years. And some of the things that we've seen include clearer thinking. You know, people become more accepting of themselves. They become more interested in their health and well-being. They might develop more of a social conscience, um, decrease fear of death, a lack of concern of, or worry about what people think of them. They might become more spiritual and meditate more, all this kind of stuff. And it's, there's a great quote from Yujiro Okimi, who is a Japanese scientist who tells us that all levels of organization are linked to one another in a hierarchical relationship so that a change in one level necessitates a change in others. So as I was saying earlier, when, when I was sharing Barbara Brennan's perspective on the sound affecting chakras, these energy vortices in our systems, you know, she said that when you change one and correct one at the etheric level, it automatically creates an impact on the emotional level. And that's because we are in this, um, as human beings, we are these organized systems, integrated systems where you affect one level and it automatically creates a flow on effect in all the other levels. Um, the, the change is reflected in some way, shape or form in the other parts of us. 
and that's a little bit to do with our holographic nature and the holographic nature of our, our energy systems. Some of the um, experiences that people have working with the DNA activation stuff sometimes mirrors events that NDEs have had or um, UFO contactees have had as well, including you know pulsating, pulsating in the hands, buzzing in the hands or feet, um, a vibration felt through the body or particular body parts. Um, I've had people tell me they actually recognize the sound that we were using in the activation, which is interesting. It's like this ancient memory that gets activated. And on that note, let's take a quick break and we will come back and wrap this up. This is Truthverse with Brendan D. Murphy on healthylife.net radio. We'll be back after these messages. The truth and nothing but the truth, but it's spelled T-R-O-O-T-H. Truth is a new social media network that elucidates the censored information that Facebook and search engines have suppressed and don't want you to see. Created by Brendan D. Murphy, it's a platform run by truth seekers for truth seekers, a place where freedom of speech is protected as the highest value. Connect with a community of fellow truth seekers. Visit brendandmurphy.com slash truth. Truth can set you free. It's spelt T-R-O-O-T-H. You have too little time to shop, so try Farm Fresh to you. They deliver organic food the way nature intended. Delivered straight to your home or office, economically. Visit our web advertiser page and click on Farm Fresh to you now. Have you heard about electrolyzed water? You know water is the foundation of life, and in these times you want to keep your immune system strong and robust. That's where electrolyzed water may help. It's hydrogen-rich with lots of antioxidants, so it may help you stay hydrated, maintain great health, and boost your energy, too. This technology is made by an industry-leading Japanese company that has been going strong for 45 years. Change your water, change your life at brendandmurphy.com slash kangen, spelt K-A-N-G-E-N. Roku is like having your own video library with over 300,000 choices. And it's the best way to get Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, and so much more. There's a Roku player for every budget. So go to HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on the Roku banner. You can help reset and optimize your metabolism and help turn your fat into fuel. Want something that can help you do just that in just 10 days? Then you need to try the 10-Day Ketone Challenge. It may even trigger cell repair and regeneration that may help to slow down the aging process. With the 10-Day Ketone Challenge, there's no meal planning or long-term commitments. Go to brendandmurphy.com challenge and jump right in. brendandmurphy.com challenge. Eclectic talk with a positive twist. Healthylife.net. Welcome back to Truthverse. I'm Brenda D. Murphy, and we are on HealthyLife.net Radio. We're talking about DNA activation, and well, it is a very fascinating and deep subject. And one of the things we've talked about is this idea of a fragmentary body, a distortion in our energy system that we have had for a long time, who knows how long, and it seems to be a species-wide thing. And with this this particular system we've been talking about, the regenetics method, one of the interesting things is that. Uh, for five months, five months following our first activation, that distortion is actually resolved, that it is what we call sealed. 
And apparently it is the result of a, another vortex, which is hovering above the head, which is not meant to be a part of the system. Um, and obviously we have many chakras. We have many more than just seven or eight. Uh, but there was Sol and his partner identified one that was not supposed to be there above the head. And they found through massive amounts of kinesiological testing with different clients that it seems to descend after this activation. It triggers a descent of this vortice above the head. The vortex above the head comes down and actually fuses with the second sacral chakra. And they call that sealing, sealing, uh, which is basically returning us to a sort of natural, our natural harmonic um, energetic state where we have eight primary um, chakra centers and no more drain, no more consciousness drain down there in our sacral region, preventing our growth and expansion and evolution. And, and now our consciousness is free to expand and move up into higher levels of awareness, higher parts of our bioenergy systems. And we can start unleashing ourselves and growing and evolving and starting to live intentionally and creating the lives that we actually would like to live and contributing to the world. And so we see people becoming more authentic. They grow, they feel empowered. I've seen multiple people comment. They feel a call to go back to the land, grow their own food, you know, simple things, humble things, reconnect with the earth because that's where we came from. That's what we are, at least physically, physiologically. Um, and so we're, we're activating not just the physical DNA, but also our multidimensional DNA. And I think we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll, I think we'll return to that and maybe re re dig into it in a future episode and discuss the idea of multidimensional DNA, these light encoded filaments that, um, Barbara Marciniak's Pleiadian contacts are telling us that we are activating here now that our task is to consciously command the activation of our DNA and that the light encoded filaments, these higher harmonics of our physical strands of DNA, um, coming back online and being reconnected as we wake up. And this is actually the process of ascension. It's actually incension coming back into ourselves. And with that, ladies and gents, I'll leave you there. I'll leave it there. Thank you for being here with me for this discussion of DNA activation. And you can learn more at evolveyourself.live, which is my free masterclass on the subject. In the meantime, I've been Brendan D. Murphy. This is Truthiverse on healthylife.net radio. And I will see you next episode. Thanks. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to Truthverse on HealthyLife.net Radio. I've been your host, Brendan D. Murphy. And you can find the show notes and video for this episode at Truthverse.com. For more of my work and my writing, head to BrendanDMurphy.com. And remember, my friends, that freedom begins with truth. See you next episode. Rock on.